Hey folks, this is Jim, and we're going to have a bit of a conversation here, myself and a number of folks that I have uh, lassoed into talking with me over Skype about Con Carolina's 2015. Uh, as of this recording, it was, I think, like a couple of weeks ago. Time is one of those things that I have trouble keeping track of in general, so it's it could be at any point, but pretend it was recently. If you're listening, whenever you're listening, uh, you last surviving robots in the far future, and uh, we'll just sort of go from there. So with me, I have John Manus with Scarab, the gaming organization. He is also the host of the Scarab Swarmcast. Hello, sir. Hello. Greetings. And I also have Joey Paquette founder and organizer of the local group The Charlotte Geeks, home of the Geek Gala and the Guardians of the Geekery podcast. Hello! Hello! And also we have Matt Starnes, a co-host of the Guardians of the Geekery podcast and creator of the Leather Jacket Guy comic series. Hello, sir! He's been replaced. And finally, we have Dawson Kriska, Vice Chair of Con Carolinas and the Dealer's Room Director. Hello, sir. Hello. And uh, we're going to talk about Con Carolinas, if that were not already hysterically obvious. There were a few things that were different this year, and I did a postmortem for Con Carolinas a little while back on a previous year that I attended, and I thought, hey, let's get some more people, and uh, we'll see what happens. This could be a horrible, horrible idea that I have had, but we'll find out. <laughs> so I'm going to go around and start by asking what it is that you usually go to Con Carolinas to do. I know there are a lot of different sort of avenues that folks have and things that they do, and uh, I'm going to start with Joey. What do you usually go to Con Carolinas for? Well, Con Carolinas was definitely the place that the Charlotte Geeks one of the first places that we started promoting it within the group. We started back in 2008. So my first visit to Con Carolinas was to sit at a fan table, which I didn't know what a fan table was, but <laughs> I learned really quickly. But also, you know, to go and, and hang out and kind of find out about other fandoms. So I had a great opportunity to do that. This year, I was fortunate enough to be on a number of panels as well and uh, be able to promote a little bit more about our Geek Gala event and uh, have my big 16 foot inflatable friend named Frankie with me. So that was a lot of fun this year. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I, I, I really liked that. I think there was one point at which I tried to high-five him, even though his hands were not pointed in that direction. <laughs> and uh, it uh, it was very amusing. Matt, what about you? I came to deflate the 16-foot Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> that was my one your, uh, my one purpose, singular in that purpose. No, you also had to create the, the stage. I had to create the stage, too. Uh, no, I, I came to uh, be on a couple of panels, which were a lot of fun, and to hold Joey's purse. <laughs> ah, excellent. <laughs> Although I am curious about this creating the stage thing. Is this an actual physical stage, or are we talking about some sort of deep psychological questing thing? <laughs> Actually, to be more accurate, he helped staple gun the backdrop that people might have seen directly across from Frankie, where we had Frankenstein as a paper stand up, as well as the Wicked Witch of the West, so that people could pose in front of that for pictures. Oh, okay, cool, cool. You probably saw it. The, the queue was around the whole track, the whole hallway into the bar, and uh, it actually eclipsed Joel Hodgkin's uh, panel as well. Uh, nobody could get in because of the queue for that photo op. 
So, um, that, well, I apologize profusely. Uh, it'll never happen again. Whenever I follow those lines, I make it as far as the bar, and then things just sort of get a little fuzzy. Yes. yes. And the line starts weaving, and I forget which line I'm in at that point. So, John, yes, what was your purpose in attending Con Carolinas? Well, every year that I go to Con Carolinas, it's for gaming, because that's what I do. And this year, with Scarab, we were there to bring gaming to Con Carolinas. Coolness. You've set up and you host and you run a bunch of tabletop games, yeah? Correct. We had a bunch of uh, board games. We had a board game library where people could check out board games and card games. And we hosted a bunch of role-playing games as well. We had a lot of Pathfinder Society that seemed to be the very popular one this year. Cool. And Dawson, you are part of Con Carolinas. What is it that you do? Well, on the weekend of, I am taking care of the dealer's room, which also includes making sure all the guests of honor have the stuff that they need, and they could always ask for lots of stuff, so that can sometimes be trying. So I shake my fist at Matt for being the one who made Joel Hodgson so weepy there towards the end. Uh, uh, but, but, but leading up to it, uh, as the vice chair, I have to basically kind of oversee the development and creation of each Con Carolinas as it happens. So I don't get to really experience the con. <laughs> yeah. You kind of got a bunch of us on here that don't get to go to con because we're working. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's a perspective, though. It's, uh, it's a perspective that I'm I'm curious to delve into. And uh, Jim, um, Jim, I just want to thank you for having this so in such a timely fashion right after the uh, show. For those who might listen to this in the future, this was taped immediately that night after the show, so everything is very fresh in our minds. Ah, by immediate, I take it you mean whatever, a week or two ago it was? A week and a half. Oh, okay. I'm a, <laughs> right. I'm a time traveler. I, I apologize. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe you guys went home right away, but the rest of us have been still holding this con for a past couple of years. <laughs> the con goes over all yes, yes, like the two days after they gave out the golden lightsabers, right? Right, right. <laughs> See, I've always imagined that there is this sort of secret con space, slightly uh, adjacent to our reality, that comes and goes as the cons appear, rather like the fairy world. And uh, you can only slip into it during con times, but then afterwards it's gone and you can't access it. It's like Brigadoon. <laughs> it's a portal out. And I, I can't access it now, but somehow you people can. <laughs> and that's really why I invited you on here, so that I can uh, I can delve into your brain meets and find out how you do it. But the brain meets aside, how do you think the con went this year? Anybody? I love the new space. I thought it was great. Obviously, being a newer space and so much more room, for a little bit it was seemed a little quieter until you realized, wow, it's because we actually have hallways to walk in and you don't have to, like stopped just because the person in front of you stopped. So yeah, that was awesome. I love the podcasting room that we set up that we had so much fun with that this year. That was a great thing. And there was bacon on the buffet. So, you know, yeah. Uh, oh my bacon. gosh. Bacon. bacon good. I did not get to experience the, the wonders of the bacon buffet, but now that you have told me about it, I, I must make a point to attempt it next year. Yeah, we did not stay overnight in the hotel this year because we just moved Geek Gala headquarters and it ended up being only six miles from the new location. Not that that influences uh, our opinion of why it's so awesome, but... 
we went Sunday morning and uh, it was only $15 even if you didn't stay in the hotel and it was a full you know you could have an omelet made for you it was a full buffet it was really cool nice so since we're talking about bacon which is clearly the focus (laughs) of this podcast well yeah it's kind of like one of those one of those inevitabilities it's the bacon event horizon eventually all podcasts will become about bacon sorry go ahead (laughs) well I did stay at the hotel and so I got to partake of the wonderful bacon buffet pretty much every day morning I was there. But then at night between, I think it was like 5.30 and 7.30, you got to get two free drinks. And um, that really made, uh, made things a lot more fun. I mean, it was fun anyway, but you know. Yeah, well, yeah but you know. It was know, a beautiful but, location. It really was. It, yeah, it was. Now, if they had bacon with the drinks, that would have been pretty cool. Mm, the, drink, the, drink. the drinks explain your behavior that night, I think. <laughs> my, my Saturday night drink was especially awesome because I asked for a, a double rum and Coke. And so she poured the shot of rum, and then she poured the second shot of rum, and then she began pouring the rum while also pouring the Coke, and didn't realize <laughs> until she had the glass full that she had already poured the two shots. And that's like so, the, yeah, that's like the drink that I got Friday night because I got there I got there right at seven thirty, and they were getting ready to shut down, and she was like, "Well, you know what? I'll go ahead and make this a double." And she poured this huge glass, and I think it was mostly rum. <laughs> oh, nice. Very nice. I have to try that at some point. (laughs) I had this very... It was weird. I actually didn't drink anything Saturday night. I don't know what was wrong with me. Where to begin? First. No. Most cons that I go to, I get hammered on Saturday night, but this year I just kind of didn't feel like I I wanted to. I don't know what happened. Friday night happened. I remember Friday night, and that's why... Friday night? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's because of Friday night. Yeah, that was was very interesting. For those of you who may be wondering what Friday night was about. I have some wonderful friends, some of whom transform when they drink. Things got a little loud with the folks I had started hanging out with. Normally, that's not too big a deal, but this was sort of on the decibel level of, are they going to call security loud? So I saw Dawson at the next table getting up and going to the bar, so I was like, ah, yes, I need to get a drink. I didn't play it off terribly well. I think they kind of noticed. It was like, I see, just immediately after he yells, he gets up to go. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I also have to talk to Dawson about something. And, of course, then I, I seem to recall going over and saying, so if I buy this drink that you're ordering, will you uh, help me make the excuse that there's something important you need to talk to me about so that I can escape this nightmare in which I have found myself? <laughs> And and he didn't have to pay for my drink. He's perfectly welcome at my table any time. So. <laughs> yes, that's very kind of you, sir. <laughs> Hopefully your friends don't listen to this podcast. Cause then this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't expect anyone to actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, that goes. <laughs> but uh, I think the folks who are involved are sufficiently self-aware that if they happen to be listening, they will understand and they will appreciate their continued anonymity. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, that's why I'm actually not saying their names. I don't want to get them into any manner of trouble or what have you. They are quite wonderful people, but it's just, you know, sometimes. But uh, aside from the drinking. I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about what might have been high points for some folks. Dawson, how were things for you at the con? Was there anything that really stood out as being awesome this year for you? Um, Yeah, I mean, a couple things. Like we've already said, the the new venue is just amazing. And 
I don't think we could say enough good things about how much better it is than the old venue. So I'll leave it at that for now. This podcast sponsored by Embassy Suites, <laughs> North Carolina. Yeah. The Embassy Suites Concord was awesome, by the way. <laughs> yes. As far as things standing out, there were several. Uh, probably the high point for me over the weekend was right towards the end, I was in the dealer's room. And uh, our cosplaying guest of honor, Jonathan, asked if he could take his chair back to sit down. So I just kind of gave him the incredulous, oh, how dare you? And, you know, we laughed it off and he took his chair. But that was right as Michael Hogan was walking up to speak to me because I get to talk to all these celebrities. And uh, I had seen him drinking and bought him a drink Saturday night. And and he's a very vivacious person if you've never met him. So he comes up to me. I say, oh, hey there, hey there, wild man. And he goes, oh, how dare you? Because he had heard me say it to Jonathan. And so I was just like, that's kind of cool. Michael Hogan's mimicking me. So. <laughs> <laughs> to me, personally, that was a pretty awesome little hee-hee kind of moment, fanboy yeah. kind of thing. John, what about you? Did you have any high points that came up? Well, from my uh, professional gaming perspective, the sheer size of the room that we had this year for gaming was amazing. So I'm looking forward to filling that up next year. From a personal standpoint, uh, it was really cool getting to meet Joel Hodgson. I got a picture of me with him, and he taught me a secret handshake, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> Nice. Then uh, I got to meet Doug Jones, and I asked him, you know, how come you don't have any sock baby pictures up here on the thing? And he was ecstatic that somebody else knew what that was. Cool. Everybody that I talked to had said that both of those guys were extraordinarily affable. They were really awesome to talk to yeah. and all that. Couldn't get them to come and game with us, though. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Celebrity. Celebrity. <laughs> They're too good for that. Unless they're Vin Diesel, they won't play D&D with you. <laughs> we tried to get Mikey Mason to play some D&D oh, yeah. or some... Uh, I was running, supposed to be running Cobalt's Ate My Baby, so I was trying yeah. to get him to play that, too. I know Mikey Mason uh, games and all that for... That is part of his album, and I remember hearing him on Fear the Boot talking about it quite a bit. Right. And uh, so all, all them things. Mikey was pretty amazing because, you know, he came this weekend, and it was the same week that his mom had passed away. So I just thought that was pretty amazing. Oh, 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 oh. That, I did not know that. that he just was so professional to kind of pull it together. Yeah, not to plug our podcast, but he, he did appear on our podcast. And he actually was joking about, you know, the fact that he only gets to say it five times before he has to stop using it as an excuse. And uh, so some of the audience members were actually counting down how many times he was using it. But yeah, he did a bang up job, I think, for being there and was very affable with everybody I saw him with. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. I didn't get a chance to go and see any of Mikey Mason's show this year. I did buy his album uh, this time because I've missed doing that at previous times that I've met him. But I did have an encounter with him at which he was not physically present, which was kind (laughs) of strange. Uh, It was during the, uh, if I remember correctly, the introduction to podcasting panel as uh, we were starting to talk to the people who would come into the panel. I was on that panel as as a guest. I was a guest for the first time this year, which was uh, very awesome for me. And uh, so I was excited. And so first panel, we it's about five minutes in or so, five, ten minutes in, and this wall of noise comes from behind the wall behind us. Oh, no. <laughs> and Mikey Mason starts singing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you talk about how to adjust sound levels in podcasting? Yes. Yeah, so we started to talk about sound levels. It was very inspirational. Because it was just a few minutes in, and I think the first thing you said was, can everyone hear me okay? And we were like, yes, yes, Mikey, we can hear you just fine. Too well, in fact. 
I think we had a karaoke room right next to ours, and the very first game that somebody started playing, um, all of a sudden, uh, Styx's Sailing Away started blaring out through the walls. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. Well, this leads actually kind of nicely into if there were any low points anyone wants to share, anything that they thought that maybe could have stood improvement. Dawson had a low moment, probably also in the dealer's room. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so um, tell us, mm. tell us all about it. This this story has has become somewhat infamous, and and I really hope in a week and a half. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> well, some some of our amateur filmmakers are now talking about making a short film about it. But here's the here's the story as best I can retell it. One of our brand new dealers. I felt so sorry for her because I think she was she's either just out of high school or still in high school. Very young wisp thin of a girl she comes up to me she's obviously not been in cons that long you can just tell those kinds of people they're not used to cons and she finds me and she says i i you need to can you look at something and i was i was like okay sure so she walks me over and uh sitting on the floor lying on the floor however you want to call it between her table and a another vendor's table thankfully not in the aisle was a very large pile of feces definitely human lord and and there it was just just there and nobody human feces what human feces human feces yes officially uh the crappiest con carolinas on record Ah, um (laughs) but uh so no one really saw when it happened they just started smelling something looked and there it was what time of day was this this yeah, was, this was, was in the mid. This was probably about one thirty in the afternoon. Oh, on uh, Saturday. On Saturday. So I mean, high wow. high traffic time. Uh, and and what uh, what we have to believe, what we have to hypothesize, because thinking anything else is just kind of you, is that <laughs> one of our attendees just didn't quite make it to the bathroom in time and felt too embarrassed to to say anything else about it. Uh, I will say for the hotel staff's part, they were very professional. They came in very quickly and discreetly, cleaned up, sanitized. And if if I hadn't have gone and just told everybody the story because I thought it was hilarious, then it probably wouldn't have become the, the story that it is now. It's all your fault, though. It is all my fault. But I have to laugh at these things because if I don't, then it'll just be much worse on me. Well, not to play to type, uh, but holy crap. Um, well, uh, I mean, the, the thing is that's I mean that's kind of something where you 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 know that's it's it's a thing where you know it is a possibility someone is going to do that, but I mean that's it, 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 you never expect it I, you know when it happens. I mean that's and if uh, you do expect it, you've lived a rougher life than the rest. <laughs> yes, I know that's. Uh, Actually, I'm looking forward to the I'm looking forward to the rules of the con for next year. Now <laughs> that's Alistair Crowley stuff there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> level of uh, level of evil being revisited upon you there. You gotta wonder um, how nobody noticed somebody just kind of popping a squat right there in the middle of the day. I, I have to wonder. It's it's. Uh, I mean, the only the only explanations I can think of involve either a medical condition or alcohol or possibly both. See, I think and it was ninjas. I you know, been ninjas. you remember the swimming when you would go to the uh, swimming pool and there'd be like the <laughs> "Welcome to our pool" sign. But it would say, "Welcome to our ool. There is no pee in it. Please keep it this way." I, I think yeah. that Dawson needs to create a sign that says, "Welcome to our 
L of dealers. Notice that there is no poo in it. Please keep it that way. <laughs> wow. wow. Goodness. I, yeah. um, I went a long way for that joke, but hey. That's nice. yes. It's, it's okay, guys. It's just a baby root. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> moving speedily away from uh, uh, bodily functions. Yeah, see, if the bathrooms were more clearly marked, this would never have happened. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, oh, yes, I want to talk about the, the giant restroom signs at <laughs> about every 30 feet were not enough. Well, those, those restrooms in the hall, that was like some weird kind of like maze and like an interdimensional transport of some sort. You could go in one and then come out like a completely different area. I know, it was a like movie theater bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Can exactly I actually say something that. about the restrooms uh, just that, that was fascinating to me <laughs> and also terrifying at the same time? I think it was great that there were as many of them as there were and that you could get to them easily. That was awesome. But when you went in, they were playing Lawrence Welk, essentially. (laughs) And so to go from the sci-fi fantasy geek utopia into this uh, sort of slow-moving music for the elderly. (laughs) Music to pee by. I I don't know. I I (laughs) I get the instrumental versions of Islands in the Stream when I walk in there myself. I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, I don't know if I feel bad about it or good about it, because it was just very weird. <laughs> well, you know, being in NASCAR country, I appreciated that it wasn't something else. So. <laughs> Fair enough. That hotel is much, much closer to NASCAR land. Yeah. And so that's, uh, that is very true. That is very true. It was just fascinating. It was, it, it was like... Well, I talked about Brigadoon earlier. It was like walking into another dimension. (laughs) Well, and really, the interesting thing was is that you could walk in a complete circle with stops to the bar as you went. But once you got to that bar side, it was a slightly different world. And then you get past the Wuthering Heights, Scarlet (laughs) O'Hara staircase, and then you're back in the comic, you know. So, but the Wuthering Heights staircase was awesome. That's how we told people how to find the podcast yeah. room. Because on the map, it looked like yeah. on the first floor. <laughs> we yeah, circled the drain a couple times before we found the podcast room ourselves. So, yeah. I think a lot of podcasts had issues with that. I did myself. I, we were supposed to do a live version of Crucible of Realms at Con Carolinas this year, and we did. Well, sort of. I heard it. Uh, we oh, you you heard it. Cool, to cool, it. yeah. <laughs> We did the we we did an epoch iteration basically. Those are our shows between the shows, and because we had you know so Kent and I Kent has come all the way from Atlanta uh, by way of Myrtle Beach since he was on vacation, so it was just sort of a different uh, circuit for him. And uh, we go in and there's nobody there. We had actually sat in on the podcast that was there before us, and there were only like one or two other people in the audience for that one. So there. I think there was an issue with folks finding that room. Yeah, um, we we definitely had to tweet out and let people know where it was. But yeah. once we got up there, it was great for us. We had good sound. Yeah. Um, we had Bob Bajir there, who was with Alter Id. He was one of the performers. And um, on podcast twenty A, we actually <laughs> he did a he did a <laughs> so you actually we had people in the audience that came by the geek table and we told them to come up and they shouted out different words and he made a rap on the spot out of all these different phrases. So it was a lot of fun. Sweet. Yeah. So we had probably our biggest crowd for that. And then, you know, we also had another crowd for Mikey Mason and we had a smaller crowd for Valentine Wolf, but it was kind of the in-between podcast. Yeah. Three minis. 
And um, that, but we definitely are interested in doing that again. That was a lot of fun for us. It was the first for us at Con Carolinas this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing it next year. I mean, the room was actually, the room itself was actually pretty good. Yeah. So I think it's just a question of now having tried it once, I now will know a little bit more about uh, trying to advertise ahead of time, possibly put up signs and things like that and uh, try to do other things to lure people in. We were on Stevie Beauchamp's uh, GPR podcast and uh, the SCA cried out uh, for their, you know, their war call for their (laughs) march. So we had to shut the door for that part. (laughs) 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 But uh, that that was pretty funny. And, you know, they were doing the Doctor Who scarf event. So somebody came in and grabbed the scarf off of Davy's table while we were doing the podcast as well. So that was pretty funny. So. Yes, yes, I think I, okay, I think I was, uh, I think I saw that. Yes. Yeah, I thought you were in one of the podcasts. Yes, I was in there for that one, yeah, yeah, and so I got to see that, that was cool. Is it, I, I just wish that I had remembered, because I actually have a scarf that's like 20 feet long, oh, uh, just buried somewhere with in my things, and I, uh, I neglected to dig it out, because I had forgotten, but another year perhaps, another year. I think a lot of interesting and cool stuff happened this year at the con. For the first time, uh, I got to see my first ever burlesque show, which was quite interesting. It was uh, It's one of those things where it's I'd, I had never seen one before, so I didn't know what to expect. And uh, now I'm like, oh, it's a form of storytelling, so we're good. Uh, nerd bon- that was the Nerd Bond <laughs> burlesque, right? Yes, yes, so it you was. You got to see one of the better ones. Ah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Does anyone else have any other awesome stuff that happened at the con that they want to talk about? Sure, why not? Go for it. I didn't have a panel room or anything like that set up for my podcast, but I, I kind of snuck my podcast booth into our gaming area. And I had not gotten any recordings because people just keep coming up and asking me uh, information about the gaming that's going on there. So Saturday night, I was getting ready to head up to the, the room to just crash. And one of my other scarab guys, Clay, said, hey, why don't we just record something? It's like, sure, why not? I'll just turn on the mic and we'll just record stuff. The next thing I know, like two other people come and we're just like talking about all sorts of stuff. And that's and that's on that. my that latest crazy. episode of the Swarmcast. Here's hail a scarab. <laughs> hail scarab. <laughs> I am sorry I talked over you because I'm a moron. Uh, that was you said the most recent uh, episode of the Swarmcast. Correct. We did have Michael Hogan. I wanted to yeah. say John, Michael Hogan, I and Dawson. I agree with you. He was awesome. He came over yeah. to our table. He took one of the geek buttons. We were talking to him. Of course, we did have the that awkward moment <laughs> where. We have the Charlotte Geeks table. Our goal is to make sure people know that there's a local geek group in the area that they can come and hang out with a couple times a month. Also to talk about our geek gala or our charity event and stuff. So, you know, I've already pre-conned lectured everybody about the fact that they can't just sit there on their phones. They have to look up and, and talk and engage people and all that kind of stuff. And we were setting up the first day and Michael Hogan walks by and, and I go, hello, Mr. Hogan, how are you? Raise my hand out. He comes over and shakes it. We talk a little bit about who the Charlotte Geeks are, and I hand him a pin, and he immediately puts it on, and it's very, you know, very nice. And um, my very eager assistant at the table beside me says, so are you local here to Charlotte? Have you been to a Charlotte Geeks meet? Would you like to find out more? (laughs) (laughs) And I had to turn to him and say, this is Michael Hogan from Battlestar Galactica and many other things. And and he looks, you know, greatly at the man and says, oh, I'm so sorry, I don't watch it. I was like, no, no. And it's normally, it's a guy who that would have been exactly the way I wanted him to talk to somebody else, you know, ask him about the group and everything. But the fact that he didn't recognize our guest of honor was just kind of, 
I actually ran into him a couple of times in the hallway, and he was very nice. He was very... Uh, yeah, he was great. Joel Hodson, I, I just really feel that one of the things that Con Carolina does well is choosing guests. You know, we're not a 55,000-person con like Dragon Con is. It's an opportunity for people to actually be able to go up and spend some actual real time with somebody from the con. And I think there's a good family atmosphere at Con Carolina, so the guests mm-hmm. don't feel like they're being pawed all over. But also, we they've done a really great job of choosing guests who are willing to be part of that group and be supportive of the sci-fi community and you know that comes out to see them and i think that's been true every year i've been there so you know that's one of the things i love about con carolinas and why i always suggest people should attend this con if they can only attend a certain amount each year to make sure this is on their short list yeah yeah dawson is there anything special that you guys do with the guest wrangling that you're aware of Keep it in the budget. <laughs> G- give them bacon. <laughs> well, it's 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 very interesting. There's this weird dynamic that Con Carolina is is kind of stuck in right now. In that we are growing, so we need names who are slightly bigger than we used to have. Um, but at the same time, a lot of those names we can't support with the number that we actually have right now. Um, so, so it's odd transition things, but we are in a we are in a point where most of our guests won't be able to confirm until maybe half a year out, rather than a year out like we're used to. A potential spoiler alert, um, John, you will really like this, I'm sure too, is the author guest of honor that we're talking to. Again, he cannot commit. Uh, I think the earliest they said that he can commit is January, if he even can. But his name is Bob Salvatore. So. Um, mm. So yeah, it's it's weird how we have to wrangle our guests. We have an IMDb account that's paid for so that we can actually talk to agents and oh, things cool. like that. And that's oh, that's awesome. That's really all, all you have to do, and then be courteous to them. Be so courteous that you just want to pull your own teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I well, evidently think, it's working though. I also think the con con from the years that I was on there, the people that you have on there do their homework and they find out how those con artists are at other venues, you know, and there's been opportunities for them to have certain people that they passed on because they knew that they weren't con friendly and uh, over the years. And and that, again, is part of that kudos that, you know, you guys make sure that these guests are good guests. And I think you bring in the big names or the bigger names, but you bring in other guests that are maybe at a slightly lower level but are, are more eager to please the group and understand the support and loyalty that they can get. And I think that's where the nice mix kind of occurs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If anybody got a chance to speak with Judith O'Day, who played the heroine in the original Night of the Living Dead, she was there that, that weekend, or the weekend of the con yesterday. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was, she, she was phenomenal. Sweetheart, um, yeah. I didn't really get to interact with a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the folks were there. Like I got to see a couple of folks speak. Like I got to see Joel speak, and I got to see Doug Jones speak, and that was very awesome. But it's very cool knowing that that relationship is getting set up. Uh, let me also just briefly ask, Dawson, do you need me to cut any of that, or can I keep that in? You can keep it in. I just... As long as it's very clear that uh, my cat meows and, um, <laughs> and that, no, that's very clear. And that, that nothing, absolutely nothing is certain. Yes, that's who we are talking to. No, he cannot commit at this time. We are hoping he does when he can. All right. 
Cool, awesome. Well, that being the case, that actually leads into the last thing I wanted to ask about, which is what are you folks hoping for or looking forward to for next year? And <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, there is no hope. There is no future. There is only silence. <laughs> we didn't know who to start. Oh yes, I'm just tossing that out there for anyone who wants. No, nope. John, let's start with you. Why not? Um, better clearly defined bathrooms. No, um, more gaming. <laughs> more gaming. That's going to be my answer every year, though. No matter what, more gaming. And some of those celebrities that are there coming and gaming with me. I don't care if they game with anybody else, but me. <laughs> me, 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 me. Hail Scarab. Hail Scarab. Hail Scarab. Sorry, you can always to... start like a, uh, try, try to set up like a celebrity gaming event or something. Maybe if you, uh. For charity. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. If you attach a charity to it, you can get a charity involved and, uh, so see if, can, uh. So we can build our yeah. terror drone and. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good idea that I will take to the ConCom. Awesome. Well, and if you decide you want to do that, we could probably get some non-sci-fi people as well that may just come in for the day that are local celebrities. I'm cool with that, too. That sounds awesome. Excellent. Cool. We've made this nice little plan here. Let's uh, keep it good. Things. Things. <laughs> things can happen. Excellent. Good. Uh, that, that That is awesome. You see, it is the power of the Internet <laughs> to bring people together. All right. Before I go on a rant. Um, <laughs> this part of the program was brought to you by Skype. Yes. <laughs> Bringing people together. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Microsoft. Uh, we look forward to your yes. check. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um. I'm available for voiceovers. Just kidding. No, seriously? <laughs> Pay her with bacon. <laughs> Matt, save us. What are you looking forward to next year? De- definitely twice the bacon. Okay. Uh, bacon. Twice the bacon, uh, two times less uh, fudge. I had a great time with Michael Hogan and uh, with Joel, and I, I too learned the secret handshake, which I'm now going to show here on the podcast. Ah, oh, excellent. Wait. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Wait, wait. Oh, it's an audio one. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yes, too bad. Too bad none of you folks listening at home get to see what we just saw. Unfortunately, I'm very old, so when I did podcasts, they were silent. Um, ah, yeah. I'm actually just talking. talking. Just little note cards that you would hand out to people. Yeah, it's a lot different these days. I really hate when he says it because I'm six months older than he is. <laughs> Cougar. <laughs> Once again, I'm being held against my will. I was stopped and forced into this relationship. Please send help. Uh, we appear to have lost Matt. I'm sure everything is just fine. It's fine. Yes. It's all fine. Just fine. I would like to say one thing, Jim. Um, Con Carolinas, it was much better than Cats. I will see it again and again and again. Awesome. <laughs> Good. I feel much the same way. <laughs> Joey, uh, what are you looking forward to for next year? Um, I really enjoyed being part of the panel and enjoyed kind of being away from the fan table this time. I had some great volunteers that allowed me to escape from behind the desk. But, you know, I always enjoy some of the music and kind of getting to know some of the different guests. So many times when you travel around to these different conventions, and I don't know, John, if you feel this way as well, you travel around to all these conventions, but you never get to see stuff. And uh, and definitely this year I got to see stuff, and I look forward to seeing more stuff next year. (laughs) 
I got to see slightly less stuff than than usual, also because I was on a because I was on panels this time. But I enjoyed the heck out of being on them, so that uh, I kind of count that as seeing stuff for me. At least this year, it counted. Maybe in a few years, while well, I'll have had the opportunity to become bitter and jaded, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that too. I get to I get to do that. I had a lot of becoming <laughs> bitter and jaded. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Getting that status, making making crazy <laughs> demands from the people coordinating the conventions. That's right. A bowl full of green M&M's. <laughs> Only green ones. <laughs> you know where they put that in clauses just to make sure that people... Yeah, make sure they read the contract. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's actually quite brilliant, but um, it's still a fun story, though. When, uh, <laughs> he demands only green m and <laughs> But uh, Dawson, what are you looking forward to? I'm mostly looking forward to using the hotel and its services better than we did this year. I mean, it, it worked out great the way we did it, but there are a lot of things we could have done better or differently. And yeah, I I just think there's always room for improvement, right? Absolutely. You can't figure it out till you're there that first year and kind of figure out what works and doesn't work. It's all a theory up until that time. So So you've been handed a wondrous tool and we still have to figure out how all the the various attachments work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Attachments. Yes. (laughs) And I think we'll leave it there. Uh, We're going to go around one last time. If anyone has anything they would like to plug or provide uh, web addresses for or talk about, I'm going to have you folks do that now because I'm very grateful for your showing up and talking to me about it. Thank you so much. Guardians of the Geekery.com. So we'll start with you folks. Uh, Yes, Joey and Matt. (laughs) Well, if you didn't get to go to Con Carolinas, or if you did, and you're looking for something to do halfway between this past year and next year, please join us on Saturday, October 24th for our Geek Gala. Our theme this year is Monster Mash in the theme of classics like Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Wolfman, Dracula, Rest in Peace, Christopher Lee. Um, And, uh, spoiler alert, and, um... <laughs> this is the this is right after the con. What do you mean? He's not dead yet. Exactly. It's a prediction. Um, but you know, it's going to be a full day of, of uh, there's gaming and film festival and uh, Geeks Got Talent show where you can wear win 150 dollars cash. Where we always have as part of our raffle a couple passes to Con Carolina. And, you know, you can check that out at geekgala.com. Of course, our podcast, Guardians of the Geekery.com, where we try not to spoil things for Jim. And um, <laughs> the Charlotte Geeks gets together three or four times a month, and you can find us there on Facebook as well as on Meetup. So, thank you. It is really actually an excellent group because of the sheer volume of people it brings together, and so I am, I am very grateful for its existence, actually. Well, we're very grateful for your existence, Jim. <laughs> I, too, am grateful for my existence, but probably for different reasons. Uh, John, did you have anything you wanted to have our audience remember? No. No, I'm just... <laughs> Forget! Forget everything! I definitely want to plug Scarab, the South Carolina area role-player and board gaming convention. We have a gaming convention in Columbia, South Carolina in January, but we come out to a bunch of different conventions and usually run the different gamings for different conventions, including, especially, Con Carolinas. We, we love coming to Con Carolinas. But you can check out 
Scarab by going to their website, which is... Everybody ready for this? www.s-c-a-r-a-b.com So it's Scarab with a bunch of little dashes or hyphens in there. And, of course, you should all listen to, to my podcast, the Scarab Swarmcast, which is at johnman, J-O-N-M-A-N, dot podbean, dot com. Awesome. Very cool. And uh, Dawson, did you have anything that you wanted to plug? Well, I mean, I don't really have a podcast anymore, so I don't see the point. No. Con Carolinas 2016. It will be there. It will be awesome. To save yourself figuring out the dates, it's always the weekend after Memorial Day. So find Memorial Day on your calendar on whatever year it is, and the weekend after that will be Con Carolinas. You can find out more information at concarolinas.org. And yeah, cool. Well, I'm going to put links to all of those things in the show notes so folks can go and check that out. And I urge everyone to do so. Thank you all so much for coming and talking to me. I very much appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you Jim. Thanks, Jim. Whatever. Take care, folks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. The check for the mail. <laughs> Shit, ching. My dollar fifty. Yeah. <laughs> A whole dollar fifty. It's coming great. I'll take care, folks. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, uh, go out and meet people and do things. And uh, you never know, things might occur. You might go to a con, one with as wondrous a hotel as we had, <laughs> with miles and miles of Doctor Who scarves and bacon. Yeah. Once again, this podcast brought to you by Embassy Suites and Convention Center, North Carolina. <laughs> 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 of America. <laughs>